guys, this is Amanda Robertson here with my co-host Dennis Silvers for the Vegas Sand Trap. This is part one with our special guest, sports psychologist, Dr. Bob Winters. Dr. Bob is the president and creator of Mind Power Sports that deals with just about every aspect of mental training, not only in golf, but many other athletic endeavors. Uh, Dr. Bob is considered one of the most preeminent golf psychologist in the country and uh dr bob we, we're really thrilled to have you on board for the show well it's great to be on board with you dennis and amanda and yeah, uh, nice to thanks meet for you. having me on my pleasure nice meeting you. my pleasure there's you know lots of co- uh, lots to lots of things to cover dr bob in the mental game uh when it comes to golf uh so let's kick this off and and uh, again, we're really happy to have you on the show. And I want to start off by asking you, Doctor Bob, why, in fact, some people, some golfers, are better able to understand and apply your mental training than uh, than others? Well, that's kind of a kind of a tricky question to navigate, you know, Dennis. But let me just say this: I think there's different strokes for different folks. I think everybody has, you know, a different sort of learning model. Uh, for me, I try to keep things very simple, very specific, uh, very applied. And as I may not be, you know, the everything for everyone, I think, you know, I actually uh, add value to almost everyone that I work with. And that's the big thing is getting everyone to perform to this optimum level of functioning. And whatever that is, whether they're a junior player, collegiate, amateur, or tour professional, uh, what I do is help them develop their own personal playing philosophy. And we have a lot of fun with it because if you don't make it fun, Mm -hmm. don't make it enthusiastic, I don't think you're going to actually help anybody grow. And Mm -hmm. that's really what the growth mindset that I teach is all about. Helping yeah. you grow, helping you expand, and helping you, you know, get better than your best. Dr. Bob, do you think that, and I agree with everything you said, uh, you do a tremendous job in helping people grow and helping uh, realize the potential in not only their golf game but other genres of sports that you work with people on. But do you, do you feel that there is a certain age where your training is really the most beneficial, uh, say, to a golfer, as, you know, say somebody who's a, a youngster who's just starting out in golf as opposed to a seasoned professional? Is there a, a, a peak moment in somebody's age, somebody's career, uh, that, that your stuff really, really helps them more than at another time? I, I try to be very adaptable, uh, whoever I'm working with. And people always ask me, who is your best client? Who is your target audience? And I will always respond with this. There's no set age, young, middle age, or old. Whoever has a receptive, open mind who really wants to learn, those are my best students. So there's always a teaching learning moment. And when the learner is ready to learn, the teacher better be there to show up and present that new information. I always love uh, the black belt mentality because when they actually enter the arena of teaching uh, and they meet their sensei, the black belt has what we call a white belt, innocent mindset. He says, Master, teach me something new. Inform me of something I don't already know. So the black belt 
is always learning, even though he has actually excelled through all the different steps. Right. So every every time he becomes, uh, you know, into a new learning situation, he's open. So uh, to answer your question more succinctly, Dennis, no, I don't think there really is, a, you know, age. I've had, you know, players from six years old to 80, you know, so, uh, and, and it's all, it's always fun, but I have to sort of adapt a little bit to make sure we're talking apples right. to apples, right. making sure they're following me and right. having a lot of fun with it. Right, exactly. But you do have to speak a little bit slower with the 80-year-old, don't you, than the six-year-old? Uh, well, sometimes. Sometimes I might have to repeat myself over and over. I, I may have to, so that's okay. I may even have to repeat it for myself, and I might even ask Dan to repeat it back to me so I remember oh, what I, I, lo- I, I love that, Dr. Bob. Dennis is wanting to make sure... <laughs> Dennis is wanting to make sure that when he comes to you, you can communicate for him. I'm doing that for my benefit. Go go ahead, Smarty. Uh, Well, well, what what I'll do, Dennis, I'll speak very slow and I'll speak a little bit louder. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, Thank you. Just kind of, you know, reiterating, you know, you teach. So as a player, I, I love instructors that are able to adapt and not just teach one thing one way, whether it's a, a physical coach or a mental coach. And so why do you think so many um, instructors across the world struggle with that, adapting? Is it lack of knowledge and they're just trying to teach one way that they've heard is the only way? Or Because with you, you're so... You you teach according to your student, and I love that about you. But what? Why is it so limited? You don't find a lot of people like you in your field. Well, I think because I'm Amanda, uh, and I don't mean to sound uh, arrogant or pompous. It's because I have been trained by so many different people who were the very best in the world. Hopefully, to make me the very best. I've yeah. been trained in not only sports science but sports vision sports psychology, motor learning, educational psychology, neuropsychology. I was a professional. I played at every level. I coached at the Division One collegiate level. I helped start all the Nike golf schools. So my academic and practical experience is probably, hopefully, I would say almost second to no one, but it's because I've become sort of a interdisciplinary scientist. Right. Is that I, I pull from many different regions and I think a lot of people, uh, and the old saying in marketing goes, they, they become a one-trick pony. This is, you know, the ride that we're offering, and this is really what, right. how I'm doing right. it. And they get very comfortable doing that one-trick pony. Yeah. But for me, uh, I, you know, I work with human beings, so I better have a whole stable yes. of different ponies and horses that everybody can ride because one saddle will not fit, you know, all horses. Right. So... So there's my equestrian analogy. I liked it. It was solid. That was was solid. He (laughs) rocked that. Dr. Bob, how do you think uh, that the mental game in golf evolved where it is today? Uh, You know, as opposed to decades ago when it seems that players and and tour professionals really were not involved with it. How, How did it come about to be what it is today? Well, I, I think, you know, there were, uh, pioneers like Coleman Griffin back in the 1920s and 30s at the University of Illinois who really was getting into the mind-body experience and he was offering it to people. And what people don't realize is that 
Wrigley chewing gum, Philip Wrigley, uh, who had, you know, the, the baseball teams, uh, brought Coleman Griffith and said, Hey, I want you to actually teach this whole new thing about, you know, psychology and performance enhancement to some of my baseball players back in the thirties and early forties. But, but he just sort of stepped down from that. And then really the, and he was known as the father of American sports psychology, but the father of American, of what I call applied sports psychology, Dr. Bruce Ogilvy mm-hmm. from Dallas, Texas, who I had a chance to spend some time with when I was with also spending a lot of time with Dr. Bob Rotella. Uh, I tell you what, with these two gentlemen, they really sort of took it when there really wasn't anybody else out there, and even myself included, because I started getting into sports psychology or at least performance psychology back in the mid-1970s, because 1977, I had written my master's thesis on the effects anxiety and stress Mm -hmm. have upon modern golf performance. And I mean, that's a long time ago. And there really weren't any sports psychology programs offered at that time. Mm -hmm. So what I had to do, and and like so many other people, you know, before me, uh, and there weren't that many of us out there at that time, we started getting into... uh, neuro-linguistic programming, which is brand new, hypnosis training, imagery, visualization, and started getting into, you know, a lot of these certifications for all these other things. And at the same time, we started going out and started working with different collegiate teams and individuals. And then, you know, I, I stumbled upon, you know, Dr. Bob Rotella. He was at the University of Virginia. And I thought, man, you know, this this is, you know, we're, we're speaking apples to apples here. I love this. And so he said, why don't you come here to University of Virginia and uh, you have all these other degrees and we'll find out really what a great mind's all about. So with him and Dr. Linda Bunker and just Dr. Richard Cox, I mean, the people that I've actually been around, yeah, I've just some really mm-hmm. innovative, great, great thinkers. So I guess that's really where, where it all started. But the reason why it has become so popular is because it's the psychology of success. We, we, we've always taken a look at, you know, psychology as sort of a, a medical model, of one of sort of disease and disorder. But now we're looking at sports psychology, positive psychology, mm-hmm. and performance psychology right. as, hey, th- this is what these people do when they play great. This is really what makes people successful. Yeah. So now we're taking a look at more of a goodness and wellness and success model yeah. rather than the medical model. And I think people love that. People love great, you know, positive information Absolutely. so that they can actually help themselves. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's really where, where everybody started helping. Yeah, no, that's that's very well said. And I want to ask Amanda, Amanda, you're on, on tour. Why do you think that, that uh, mental training, uh, golf psychologists, mental coaches, whatever label you want to put them, is much more prevalent with the men than it is with the women from what I see? You know, I, I definitely think it is, and it, it took me a while myself to kind of buckle down. And I was a psych major in college, so it's not that I don't believe in it. I think it's great. Um, I think it's just something with women's golf. Um, a lot of my friends just kind of think, well, we got it under control. We can we can handle our nerves out there or whatnot. And for me, I got to the point where I couldn't. Um, you know, I was having negative thoughts standing over the golf ball instead of positive and and all of those things. So, you know, it is way more prevalent. A lot of my guy friends, they go see sports. So I don't know if it's because of the sponsorship money that they have 
and that allows them to have the freedom to hire a sports psychologist or I don't really know, but it's, it definitely needs to be more prevalent because, it, man, does it help. Yeah. Do you agree with that, Dr. Bob? Well, I have uh, just a, a wonderful, wonderful clientele list of lady professionals and, and lady collegiate players, lady amateurs, and I, and I guess for some reason, I, I think, you know, we resonate very well. I think there's a trust alliance there. I think you have to have not only a working alliance, you've got to be really good at what you do, sure. but you've got to, you've got to really interest people. And I think yeah. when uh, women, uh, they're very perceptive, very intuitive, and I think a lot of times when they, they see things, they go, hmm. And I think, you know, perhaps, and I'm not trying to make, you know, a stereotype here, but perhaps there's a little bit more skepticism, a little bit more cynicism among some of the, you know, the lady professionals. So they're saying, well, I, I, I'm, I, can, I can do it on my own. It's a hard sell. And they yeah. started, you know, it's a self-contained, but now when people like myself, and this happens. So when, you know, you see one, you know, uh, lady professional doing really well, and then they say, hey, you need to go see, you know, Dr. Bob Winters. I mean, satisfied customers are always your best sure. ad. So, sure. And so referrals. Yep. And so re- referrals there, I mean, it just goes through like wildfire because yeah. it, it, and it's sort of like, you know, an elephant grabbing hold of another elephant in the old circus lines. Everybody wants to follow you know, oh, yeah. whoever's right. winning, right? And they're going to go that exactly. way, and they're going to say, "I need some of that. I need some of that magic." And that's, and I think that's really happening. But I think, you know, yeah. what I've found, especially of myself, uh, over in the last, especially the last, last five to seven years, uh, you know, just an unbelievable amount of talent is on the LPGA and Symmetra tours and all over the globe. I have, you know, lady professionals who are coming to me, uh, you know, quite regularly, and I'm very, very happy. And i got to tell you, the intensity, the work ethic among these lady professionals, it is second to none mm-hmm. because they are so talented, so gifted. And so when people say, what's the difference between te- teaching men and women? I-, I first look at them as they all want to learn, but there are definite differences in teaching a man versus right. a woman. Oh, so, definitely. yeah. Uh, Yep. We're yeah, a little I, more complex. Yeah, a little more, <laughs> little more complex. And it's not going well. Here need a something to break this spell. Some aiming oil could do the trick. But no one's inside and we need some. Having a corporate or charity golf event? Backswing Golf Events can supply your tournament with personable, professional golfers to entertain and fundraise on the golf course. They can accommodate any size group, whether it be three players to 500. They are your team. From range lessons, beat the pro, and pro-am style roaming, they're making lasting memories one swing at a time. So make sure to check out BackswingGolfEvents.com or call us direct at 661-316-3093 and book your pros now. 